0: You spell it with a K. So you take it easy. Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Monday, May the 2nd, 2022. Hope everybody had a great weekend. So many things have happened in the world of wrestling since Friday. So we're going to go ahead and cover all of the topics, including the things that happened this past weekend and the news that is trending right now in the world of pro wrestling. All right, Matthew Wilkinson is writing in at this hour from Wrestling Inc., WWE reportedly now giving talent 90 days to progress or else, WWE has made a new edict when it comes to talent relations. Now, it's reportedly giving new talent with the company just 90 days to show improvement, or else they may get reported, according to Dave Meltzer on the Wrestling Observer Radio. Now, releases in WWE have been more frequent over the last several years, and last week, the company cut more ties with 10 more NXT employees. Now, there's a variety of reasons of why that happened. it has been reported that Harland had been cut due to lack of progress. Now, that's something that WWE is now looking at with all of its new wrestlers that join the company. Talent will reportedly be fine if they're showing steady progress throughout time, but if there is not a quick improvement, then there is a chance they will not be kept any further than 90 days. This even includes those who signed on to long-term contracts. If they are not progressing within 90 days to showcase their talents, decisions will be made. Now Meltzer did mention that Harlan had not shown enough progress in his time with the company overall. Not all the wrestlers were released just for that reason, such as Dakota Kai, her release was down to WWE not seeing her as a main roster talent. So, you've known the names that have gone over and have been mentioned, the ones that have been let go, but once again, WWE is coming out today with an edict, if you do not improve within 90 days, there is a chance you may not be retained. Now, it also should be known that Malcolm Bevins and Dakota Kai had stated that they had no intentions of re-signing with WWE once their contract expired. However, WWE still took it upon themselves to decide to cut them anyway. For more information, definitely go ahead and follow Matthew Wilkinson on Wrestling Inc. regarding this. Continuing on, AEW star reportedly returning from an injury very soon. Robert Gunner is writing right now from Wrestling Inc. It looks like former AEW women's champion Rio will be making her return soon. According to Midwest Marks podcast, Rio confirmed on her subscribers only blog that she is healed up and will soon be returning to the United States to resume touring with the All Elite Wrestling Company. Rio's injury took place back in AEW's women's title match against the current champion at the time Britt Baker DMD at the Battle of the Belts in January. Reports indicated that she had suffered a broken collarbone early in the bout but worked through most of the match without any complaints. Now, during her time recovering, Rio traveled back to Japan so she could be more familiar with her setting as she was recovering. It's expected that she was to make a full recovery and it was about to take about three months. Now, during that time frame, the report says that things Things have gone exactly as planned. Rio beat Nyla Rose to become the inaugural AEW Women's Champion back in October 2019 and will go on to be the champion for 133 days. Now, as reported, another AEW star is set to return as well. Yuko Sakazaki is actually supposed to be coming back to AEW. She has been in Tokyo with Joshi Pro Wrestling. She will be appearing in future events from AEW as well. If you'd like to find out more about Rio and when she can be expected to be coming back to AEW, Follow Matthew Grunier over on Wrestling Inc. All right, let's keep the headlines rolling. Let's talk a little Veer Mahan. Veer recalled his interactions with The Undertaker before his WWE Raw debut. Mark Middleton is writing in at this hour. Veer Mahan recently spoke with Sony Sports Network and was asked about how he felt to finally debut in WWE Raw after months of build-up. He noted it was worth the wait. He also revealed how the energy from the fans felt when he finally came out. He would say, and I quote, it feels great. It does not feel like like I was alone when I joined raw but 1.4 billion Indians they were all out there with me they have all joined me I know that I could have waited for five or six more months but I think the wait was worth it it was for me it was worth it for all the fans who are around the world as well now we are seeing that energy he said I felt the energy and it transformed as soon as I got to my entrance from then on, I was able to give them back what I have been waiting for so long to give them. Now, Veer was also asked about how it feels to be a WWE superstar. One of India's fans came to cheer for. He noted that he's thankful WWE allows him to represent his tradition and culture by wearing his ring attire. He would go on to say, I'm grateful to WWE for allowing me to express my, in, my uniqueness supporting my culture. This is massive for me. I don't think there's any other platform that allows you to express yourself and your cultures way WWE does. Veer recalled meeting in 2022, meeting Hall of Famer The Undertaker, and was asked about the most memorable moment in his short WWE career so far. He talked about meeting the dead man shortly before he came out on Raw. He said, and I quote, before my debut, I ran into The Undertaker backstage. He recalled, I had a few other sessions with The Undertaker at the Performance Center, and it was great to see The Undertaker backstage as I was getting ready to make my debut. He says, man, you ready for this? I said, yes, sir. Now go out there and go get him. That's one of the most memorable moments. Now, Veer debuted by attacking the Mysterios, the post-WrestleMania 38 edition of Raw, and then defeated Dominic Mysterio in the following week. He squashed enhancement talent Jeff Brooks on April 18th Raw, and then dominated enhancement talent with Sam Smothers last week. For more information on Veer Mahan and everything that's going on with him in WWE, go ahead and check out Mark Middleton's article that is trending at this hour over on Wrestling Inc. Mark Middleton is also writing in this hour, Eric Young to host Dangle Bet Selly on Game Plus. Well, what exactly is that? Impact Wrestling World Tag Team Champion Eric Young is set to host Dangle Bet Selly, which is a new NHL hockey-centric fantasy sports game on Game+. Now, Anthems Game Plus announced today that Young will host the show along with Fantasy Sport expert Chris Meany. The series will air in the United States and Canada on Game Plus on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern time with a special episode released today. Presented by the top fantasy sports outlet, FTN Network, and a fast-growing online gaming specialist points Bet Canada, Dangle Bet Selly, will provide the absolute best NHL bets, picks, props, and fantasy hockey advice in the game that is unprecedented. Young also noted in today's press release, hockey has long been a passion of mine and I've always appreciated the similarities between it and wrestling. Hard hitting action, intense drama, and bitter feuds get cranked up to the maximum when the championship is on the line. And Chris and I are excited to get in there and break it all down. The intrigue of the playoffs as we help viewers make their best fantasy bets and picks and the smartest ones. If you'd like to find out more about this brand new project Eric Young is working on, go ahead and cruise on over to Wrestling Inc. Mark Middleton has that article trending at this hour. All right, brand new news regarding Monday Night Raw for this evening wwe monday night raw preview wrestlemania backlash is on its way mark middleton is also reporting tonight's wwe raw will take place in the greensboro coliseum in greensboro north carolina with the wrestlemania backlash go home build wwe has not announced any matches for tonight's raw but they have confirmed that the bloodline will be appearing for a takeover of the raw brand smackdown tag team champions the usos and undisputed wwe universal champion roman reigns are set to appear to hype their WrestleMania Backlash 6-man with Drew McIntyre and Raw Tag Team Champions RK-Bro. Now you can also expect the following segments to be there as well. Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, Ezekiel, Kevin Owens, Asuka, Becky Lynch, AJ Styles, and the Judgment Day Stable. The arena has the New Day versus the Usos advertised for tonight's show, but that's going to be a dark main event. If you'd like more information on what's going to be happening on Raw tonight, go ahead and continue to follow this article with Mark Middleton over on Wrestling Inc. All right, moving on. More news regarding. Mr. Cody Rhodes. Marco Rivera is writing in this hour from Wrestling Inc. During the latest episode of WWE After the Bell with Corey Graves, Cody Rhodes joined the show to talk about his return to WWE and some of the things he's done to get acclaimed, acclimated again with the company. The American Nightmare mentioned one key factor to WWE that will help him expand his career physically. He would go on to say, Bus culture, I'm getting used to it, Rhodes said. Again, I'm not going to try to take it for granted, but what a way to extend your career physically in terms of, oh my gosh, it's all here. I can bring my family on the road with me. It's all right in front of me, not having to do rental cars and flights every day. The bus culture, I'm really getting into it. I did find that it was different getting used to this new bus, but I feel it's put me in a new position and that's been great for the last several shows. Also, it is a direct connection with the fans where they can gather in the parking lot. I'll spend all day with fans. All you have to do is walk past and you can see it. The American Nightmare also spoke about his AEW departure during the podcast, talking about how the company wouldn't exist without him. Continuing to talk about the WWE, Cody Rhodes also mentioned one aspect of wrestling he once brought back to the business today. Cody would say, there needs to be brought back to wrestling The classic sets, Rhodes says. I feel like you have a great talking segment, then a bad segment. Then that defines it. The American Nightmare also spoke about his quest to win the WWE Championship during his last run with WWE. The former Intercontinental Champion went back and spoke about his time bringing the old IC Championship back during his title reign and whether or not he'd do the same with the WWE Championship. If you'd like to go ahead and read more about what Cody Rhodes had to say with Corey Graves, Marco Rivera is writing in at this hour on Wrestling Inc. Danny Wolfsonholm is reporting in this hour from Wrestling Inc. Tony Khan on Dax first Cash from AEW Dynamite. Tony is quoted by saying, That's a match that will stand the test of time. AEW owner and president Tony Khan joined Sirius XM Busted Open Radio for his Tony Time segment ahead of the April 29th edition of Rampage. Now Tony was asked about Wednesday night's encounter on Dynamite between FTR's Dax Hardwood and Cash Wheeler. The tag team squared off against each other in an Owen Hart tournament qualifying match with Dax advancing in the first round. He would say and I quote, it's a great match and absolutely worth repeating again. Khan said, it's a great way to start a great show. I thought Dax first cash was an amazing match. It's definitely one that will stand the test of time in wrestling, especially something that's as important as the Owen Hart Cup. Both men fought really hard, and there was only one place in the tournament. CM Punk also was brought up about how he was commentating on the match as well, and how he is a natural when it comes to doing those things. Tony Khan also discussed how it was Harwood and Wheeler's idea to make their entrance at the same time, something that rarely happens, but Sometimes it just happens. He says, and I quote, when they wanted to do it, it was a cool idea, Tony said. I think the way it came out definitely got people talking about this and it was something different. It's a great tag team out there and obviously they put on the best show first and foremost, even during their introductions. If you'd like to follow more on this and find out what Tony Khan had to say during his Tony Time segment on Sirius XM Radio, check out Danny Wilson Holmes article, which is trending right now over at Wrestling Inc. Alright, let's keep it coming. Matthew Wilkinson is also reporting on this Roman Reigns news. Matthew Wilkinson is stating, WWE is holding off on doing a singles match between Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre until a bigger event, according to Dave Meltzer on the latest edition of Wrestling Observer Radio. Now, the two men will be colliding at the upcoming Wrestlemania Backlash Premium Live event, but this is part of a six-man match. Both Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre were injected into the originally planned unification between our Keybro and the Usos. Now, at this stage, it's unknown whether or not the titles will be on the line or not. Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre will be competing in singles matches during live events recently and it has been set up that maybe something like this will be happening down the line for them. But WWE is holding off on having them compete at a premium live event, also known as a pay-per-view. That would be likely for both titles. That's simply because they want to do it on a bigger stage, a larger stage, a much more grander stage. Following the WrestleMania backlash, WWE announced Hell in a Cell will be happening in June. After that, the company is heading to two major stadiums. First, July for Money in the Bank and for SummerSlam, which is going to be happening in Las Vegas, Nevada. Of course, WWE also has the Clash of the Castle show in September, which is another stadium event. Because this one is taking place in the United Kingdom, McIntyre's expected to have a pretty big role on that card. If you'd like to find out more about what WWE plans to do, not only with Roman Reigns and the championship, but who is next in line to take on the head of the table, check out Matthew Wilkinson's article, which is trending right now over at Wrestling Inc. Danny Wolfenholm is also stating some MJF news. MJF states if Vince shells out the money, he'll join WWE. MJF was in the United Kingdom this past weekend, appearing for the Love of Wrestling convention that took place in Liverpool, England, hosted by Monopoly Events. Now, the event is similar to that of WrestleMania Access. It saw the salt of the earth enter the ring for a Q&A session. The three-time Dynamite Diamond Ring winner further addressed the rumors of his future. MJF's AEW contract expires in January of 2024, and there's already been interest from WWE. MJF would go on to say, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but on January 1st, 2024, I'm going to be a free agent. MJF said... Who, here, wants to see me in WWE? So let me explain something to you people. I do not get into this business to make any of you happy. I got into this business to make as much money as humanly possible. And if Vincent Kennedy McMahon is willing to shell out more money than my good friend Tony Khan, then yes, I will end up in WWE. Now, Maxwell Jacob Friedman also asked whether he will become uh, better than Chris Jericho at some point. And... He wanted to know what people thought about that. He says, it's funny because I'm only 26 years old. I'm the biggest minute-for-minute minute rating draw in AEW, MJF said. So if I was able to do that, what do you think I could do in more time? When he was 26, what was Chris Jericho doing? That's right, all that jacket shit. If you'd like to find out more about what's going on with MJF and his contract status, follow Danny home over at... Wrestling Inc. as he has more. Danny is also writing in at this hour. Serena Deeb has a stipulation added to her match if she were ever to face Thunder Rosa. AEW wrestler and trainer Serena Deeb joined Sirius XM Busted Open Radio 48 hours after her war with Hikaru Shida in Philadelphia on the street fight on Dynamite. Deeb, who defeated Thunder Rosa to win the NWA World Women's Championship back in October of 2020, discussed the potential pairing off of them again, this time with the AEW Women's Championship at stake. She would go on to say, you know, we got back, Deeb said. We have history. The whole NWA, we had a feud. I believe it was three matches right around the time I started with AEW. Those were our first few months, so we have history. It might be time to revisit that history again. The pair have faced off each other on Dynamite in the past with the current AEW Women's Champion Thunder Rosa mixing it up and getting a victory in October. However, Deeb Who has a lot of respect for the mexican-born wrestler says this time around there's a particular stipulation she'd like to have in their next match deeb would go on to say well a dream match would be an iron man match deeb said that's the dream i love all those types of stipulations but i'm grounded in technical wrestling that's what i love to do and i think she's the same we both are very technical and i think an iron woman match would be magical with her the former straight edge society member in wwe has never competed in an iron woman's match before and neither has the current champion either if you'd like to find out more about this you can go ahead and cruise on over to wrestling inc danny Wilsonholm is writing in at this hour regarding the stipulation that serena d would have All right, Wrestling Inc. is also reporting some new news on Kurt Angle and Chris Jericho. Yep, the two legends. There's still more to talk about when it comes to the two of them. But what exactly is it? We're going to find out more of that. Wrestling Inc. is writing at this hour, Kurt Angle has doubled down on his previous take on AEW star Chris Jericho, has surpassed WWE Hall of Famer Shawn Michaels as the greatest of all time. Angle first made the comments when Jericho appeared on Kurt Angle's show in March. He said, Chris, I want to tell you this, Angle told Jericho. I always thought that Shawn Michaels was the greatest of all time. And I'm not saying this to blow smoke up your ass, but I think you've been able to accomplish in AEW, and how long you've been going in your career. I think you have taken over Shawn Michaels spot as the greatest of all time." Angle would add, "'You really have, Chris. I mean that with all of my heart.'" In a recent interview with Lucha Libre Online, Angle was asked why he anointed Jericho as the greatest of all time, and if any specific factors influence his opinion. Angle would go on to say, "'Well, what he's been able to do with his characters, changing and innovating himself, and being able to be as effective as he is in the business as long as he has he's what 51 52 and being in the business for over 30 years angle responded was great he's put in a lot of time a lot of effort he's very talented angle said of jericho so i put him up there with Shawn michaels but now after being in aew and doing the things he's doing now he has to be the greatest of all time especially for the amount of time he's put in you can listen to kurt angle podcast and you can hear everything that he says about chris jericho being the Goat, and the comments start at the five minute mark. So, if you want to read more about this, go ahead and cruise on over to Wrestling Inc. as they are reporting in at this hour. All right, continuing on with WWE news Nia Jax calls out perverted WWE higher ups for objectifying women. What does she mean by her latest comments? Well, as noted earlier, Athena, also known as Ember Moon, made headlines last week for disclosing that several female talent in WWE were told to dress like NXT Women's Champion Mandy Rose. In a quote, We would have to sit through stupid meetings about how we need to dress sexy, Moon said, while recounting her final months in WWE. I remember looking at someone else and laughing. I cater to children. I'm not about to wear fishnet booty butt cheek shorts. And we had a two-hour meeting about how we all should dress more like Mandy Rose. I don't think it was fair. Mandy is absolutely phenomenal and an amazing person, but not everyone is Mandy Rose. I started seeing this downslope as soon as Hunter was gone from the NXT brand. Later, Fightful Select revealed that the details on these specific talent meetings were held in October of last year. Now, the report also knew that the meetings were held under the disguise of fashion consultant, and fashion aid as a way to play up the fact that the women in NXT brands were larger-than-life superstars. It was noted by one NXT superstar how this week's stark contrast from before when people were in NXT. The roster was originally encouraged to wear, wear either what they wanted to do in the ring. Now on Saturday, former WWE superstar Lena Fionn, also known as Nia Jax, seemingly joined Moon in insinuating that WWE higher-ups are known for objectifying women she would go on to say it's a shame some people deserve to get the opportunity to shine like the star that they really are, but unfortunately certain higher-ups can never see past their own perverted ways. Once again, if you would like to read more about this, you can go ahead and cruise on over to Wrestling Inc. as all of the details are trending at this hour. Rhea Ripley. Let's find out what's going on with her. An article trending right now in Wrestling Inc. has some personal life details. It appears Raw superstar Rhea Ripley and AEW star Buddy Matthews, well, they're in a relationship. As seen, Rhea Ripley seemingly confirmed this via Twitter on Sunday, as she is presently dating the fellow Australian wrestler. The Nightmare's confirmation came in a fan sort of interaction tweet regarding what Matthews and her have been up to. In a response, she stated, Me. Matthews' regular appearance on Ripley's Twitch streams, and the two wrestlers often post videos of them working out with each other on social media in recent weeks, has drawn some interest. Ripley has stared several videos of herself and Matthews being kind of intimate, which fueled speculation among the fans. On last week's Raw, Ripley explained her decision to turn on Liv Morgan in a backstage interview, which led to a scuffle between the two women. Although not confirmed, the two former tag team partners are expected to face off at the upcoming WrestleMania Backlash Live Premium event. If you'd like to find out more about this, cruise on over to Wrestling Inc. as you can find out all of the news. All right, continue with the headlines over on eWrestling News. Cody Rhodes talks about the criticism of his AEW departure. We're tag teaming this with another article that we had earlier that was happening on Wrestling Inc. But continuing his after the bell conversation with Corey Graves, WWE superstar Cody Rhodes comment on the fan interaction after his departure from AEW and the biggest lessons he learned. Now, he learned so much when he was away from WWE, how to build himself and his brand, and how to change his style. Now, on the fan criticism of his AEW exit, he says, and I quote, It initially was unanimously positive. I feel like the fan base, they divide themselves amongst each other into different bubbles. If it was anything negative, well, I can put some of the blame on my shoulders. Again, the last show I did before walking out to go to WWE, I was taking some fun pot shots about people and talking smack, but that's just what wrestlers do. I think sometimes fans attach themselves to certain statements and they can't forget that it all is said tongue in cheek in the form of entertainment. I added that the tribalism myself, you can't necessarily get too mad at people either. People are very, very upset when someone leaves another team. Like burning old AEW shirts. That was a trend that was on social media. So it's kind of like when an athlete leaves a sports team. It didn't break my heart, but I thought it was odd because that place doesn't exist without me there were other people that needed to be there for it to exist for sure but I am one of the people that that place exists because of AEW exists particularly because of me I saw a few times the term sold out and I thought You have to be kidding. If you'd like to read more about what Cody Rhodes had to say and why he does take so much credit for being a main reason why AEW is in existence today, cruise on over to eWrestling News, and Ryan Clark has that article trending right now. All right, moving on. More interesting news here. Former NXT star Dexter Loomis already has his first WWE wrestling promotion booked. Former NXT star Dexter Loomis was among the names let go by WWE last week. Several NXT 2.0 stars, including Harland, Malcolm Bevins, and Dakota Kai. Loomis is returning to his Samuel Shaw ring name at Atomic Revolutionary Wrestling. As it was announced, he will be appearing as part of their Born in Blood event on Friday, June 24th at the Rubik's Cafe in Melbourne, Florida. Now, the event will also serve as a fight TV taping. As you can see, Atomic Wrestling has already gone ahead and started advertising for him to be there. We wish Dexter Loomis and everyone else who got released from WWE the absolute best and continued success. John Cena is making the news rounds right now. Andrew Ravings is reporting at this hour. John Cena is co-founding a new cocktail brand. Hmm interesting john cena is one of several celebrities announced as a co-founding partner from a new cocktail business he's partnering with thomas ashbourne of craft spirits per bloomberg now the brand will debut later this month with pre-mixed ready-to-drink cocktails attached to certain celebrities. Cena's drink is named the Old Fashioned. It features the following description. Introducing a new standard for the classic old-fashioned, our premium bourbon whiskey, cut with notes of bright orange, bitters, sweet maplewood, and a hint of caramel makes for an unapologetically bold drink every time. Ideal for elegantly swirling in an ink specimen whiskey glass or in a golden chalice. So many things are happening with John Cena nowadays. He's continuing to succeed in Hollywood, but John Cena has also teased that he does miss WWE on a current basis and he would consider coming back. Now, whether it's not on a full time schedule or not, he definitely would consider it. Other names attached to this brand include Sarah Jessica Parker, Rosario Dawson, and Playboy Cardi. Per the report, all the celebrities have equal, equal shares in the business with Ashbourne and Chief Executive Officer Kara Kamev. All right, that looks to be all the articles that are trending right now here in the wrestling world, but there's always more. There'll be more in an hour or two, but check out our daily podcast as we try to cover as many articles as we can on a daily basis. We call the show Headlines. It's your one-stop shop for all your wrestling news with AEW, WWE, rumors, all the different news and what could be coming to your TV soon. Once again, tell your friends. If you're a fan of this show, tag them in a social media post and direct them to where they can get our podcast. Alright guys, that's gonna do it. I will catch you next time on another edition of Headlines.